Welcome to In the Word with Darren Dusso, a show that is dedicated to bringing you sound biblical teaching from the Word of God to both educate and inspire you. Here is your host, Darren Dusso. Welcome to the program. I'm your host, Darren Dusso, and it's just so good to be coming to you again today. Uh, hopefully, you've been joining us uh, on the last broadcast. We've been we've been uh, taking a journey through Psalm 23, and we're taking a a, a totally different view uh, of this psalm, and uh, we're trying to get into the head of David, who wrote this song. It's just been a, it's been a good journey as we as we're looking at this scripture from a shepherd's point of view. Um, David was a shepherd, and he wrote it, and I think we can get the understanding of this psalm uh, from his perspective. It refers to Jesus as the the good shepherd and the contrast of how he shepherds us. And uh, so in this journey, you know, we are, uh, we're digging and turning over stones and, uh, and really getting into it. Last week, we started with verse two and uh, we got to the four requirements that are needed uh, for sheep to to lie down. And we got to the first two of the four. Uh, just to recap, um, the four are, you know, the sheep need uh, to be free from fear, and then they need to be free from friction from others. And we covered those on last week's program, so listen to that program. Um, you'll understand those. And then we're going to go over three and four uh, this week, and we're going to talk about they need to be free from torment, from flies or parasites. And then uh, on, on number four, we're going to go over the need to be free from hunger. So with that said, let's just pray and uh, let's ask let's ask the Holy Spirit just to bless this program. So Father God, we are so grateful to come come into your presence and. Uh, Father, we give you thanks, and we give you thanks for giving us this word. We give you thanks for for explaining these um, meanings that you that you wrote down and, and you put on the hearts of these men that uh, pen these. And uh, Father, we're just so grateful for your loving kindness and your grace and your peace. And Father, we ask that the Holy Spirit just uh, speak through us tonight and uh, open our ears. Open our minds and open our hearts to understand your, you more and your word more. And uh, for that deeper relationship and that fellowship with you, Father. We're grateful for that. We thank you. We ask that you bless all the listeners, Father. And um, let let this touch their hearts and move them. And... Uh, we just want to give you all the glory, Father, and we ask in Jesus' name, Amen. So, with that said, let's let's get into number three out of the four. You have to be free from the uh, flies or parasites. And my question, my question to you would be: um, Have you have, have you ever been tormented with gnats or these flies or? You know, they're around your face, they get in your eyes, uh, your mouth, um, they get in your drinks if you're outside, and, and uh, 
they're they're just a, a, a pest, and you can't rest, and you're swatting them all the times. Well, the sheep they don't have they don't have ways to swat these things. So what they'll end up doing is they they uh, they'll bang their heads if they can, and and it's just they're not going to be able to lie down. So in, you know, in verse two where he says he makes me to lie down in green pastures, what this is saying is he makes a way for me to or for the sheep to lie down. And and in doing so, he stops all this the shepherd stops all of this, you know, pest and, and, and parasites, um, so that you can stop itching and stop uh, maneuvering around and, and just you know so that you're you're content and uh, it, it's just the good shepherd will see this happening and stop it with you know insect repellents and and uh, there's other stuff that we're going to get into later on in the program it's in another it's in another section of this but uh, they do the oil also and we're going to go deeper into that. But the main point here is that it is not the sheep that do this. It's the shepherd that does this for us. He makes the way for us to lie down. And he gives us the relief um, and the, so that we can be content. And he gives us the rest that we need. So um, with that being said, we're going to go right into uh, number four. And four is being free from hunger. Uh, with Thanksgiving coming right up, um, we have much to be thankful for. And and being free from hunger is one of them. Uh, if you were like me, Thanksgiving's got to be one of my favorite holidays. Uh, I, I love turkey and I love all the fixings. Um, there was a time in my life that I ate uh, turkey every single day for probably three years um, and uh, people couldn't believe that that's what I ate every day but that's one of the things I ate every day um, so I'm a big turkey lover myself uh, but with Thanksgiving I mean I don't know how many people but I know quite a few of them um, we eat so much that uh, we like to take a nap afterwards so being free from hunger uh, it gives us that ability to just go and lie down and take a nap and, and rest. But if the sheep are hungry, if they don't know where their next meal's coming from, uh, they're not going to be lying down. They're not going to be content. So the only way that they know they have to have their bellies full, like you and I, and uh, they know they need to know where their next meal's coming from. So the the key to this here is green pastures. Um he makes me to lie down in green pastures. So when you got the green pastures and you're surrounded by all this food and your your belly is full, now you can rest assured that you got plenty of food. Um, so when you wake up from your nap, you can get the munchies and, and go and eat. So David puts that in here just to show us that it's the green pastures um, that the shepherd brings us to and allows us to eat. And, and, and in doing so, you know, green pastures, uh, on, on the flip side of this, green pastures are really hard to uh, come come by, uh, speaking from the biblical uh, perspective. 
So if you know a little bit about Israel and, and that area, there's a lot of areas over there that, you know, it's dry desert. It's dry land. I mean, so to, to make green pastures, the shepherd would buy these, these parcels of property uh, at a very cheap rate because they weren't green. They were just brown and dirt. And so they worked really hard uh, removing all the rocks and the debris. And, and then the, the, they, they uh, softened the soil by, by uh, turning it up and, and uh, they would plant, they would plant seeds and, and uh, grow. And, you know, they would have to get water and they would have to water it and grow, um, grow these green pastures. So there was a lot of work that took place in in preparing the places for the for the um, for the flock. So these pastures in David's time was uh, you know was difficult to come by. So uh, they constantly had to be you know um, worked at, and the shepherd, um, a diligent, the good shepherd, always took care of his flock. By taking care of the ground, because in in any in any spot, and you can you can see it even nowadays. If you take a a, a bunch of animals and you go fence them in somewhere, they're going to trot down that whole that whole area in you know a short amount of time. So if you don't keep moving them from place to place um, and uh, let the ground uh, recuperate. Um, Eventually, you're not going to have anything, and then it's going to be dry ground again, and it's going to get hard, and then everybody's going to be hungry again. So then there's the lack of food, and with the lack of food, there's the lack of rest, and you have restless sheep. So there's a lot of work that goes involved in in doing that, and as we see this in, in David's time, you know, when 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 God spoke to Abraham. And said, you know, I'm going to go. I'm going to show you to the to the land of that was flowing with with uh, milk and honey. Um, it was flowing with milk and honey. That took the the hand of the shepherd to lead uh, the flock, and uh, it just gives us this picture of leaving, you know, leaving Egypt where it was, you know, dry, and they left Egypt. They left that, that the bondage of sin uh, and entered into the victory, the victory of the promised land, the, the victory of life that Jesus had made for them. The seed has been sown, it's been watered, it's been cultivated. The shepherd made the way, and uh, he makes the way for us. And, and it's just, you know, when you're looking at all the scriptures and all the different stories, it always is pointing to Jesus, and we know this. And uh, we know that Jesus is the good shepherd. And, you know, the good shepherd made this way for all of us. And we are well fed for it. And I just think that this is a, a beautiful picture. And David, at this time, when he wrote this psalm, he's saying that. And he's making that statement. And he's claiming it. And uh, that goes back to one of the first programs I was talking about with, with this psalm. You know, when David says, the Lord is my shepherd, he's shouting and he's making a statement saying that this God is the God of gods. This is the Lord of lords. This is the King of king and he is my shepherd. He's leading me. And he's making that statement. And now he's explaining why 
why God is so great. Because he makes me to lie down in green pastures. He, you know, that's why he doesn't want anything. And, uh, you know, when I get into part two of this, part two of verse two, it says, he leads me beside the still water. This is, this is another beautiful picture of, uh, of what Jesus has done for us. And this is how much God loves us. And uh, when we look at this verse, we see the first word is he, okay, he leads me beside the still waters. So the first word we look at is he. Who's he? He is the good shepherd. And what is he doing? He's leading. We're not going ahead of him. We're being led. So he's bringing us to this area. The second word means that he knows the good place to go. He knows he knows where this still water is, where this quiet water is. And there's a reason that, that we need this stillness or this, this quiet water. And uh, you, you, you don't want to bend down to a raging river and try to get a little drink. You want, you want the quieter water so that you're not scared. And, you know, it would be like trying to go get a drink out of Niagara Falls or something. I mean, it just, um, it's a little intimidating. Um so you kind of shy away. I'm, I'm good. I'm not thirsty right now. <laughs> but if the water is just a nice little trickle and it's a nice, you know, what we call still water, then you can go get a nice refreshing drink and not be not be scared uh, of, of being taken away. Um, so this this picture is just it's a beautiful picture. And knowing that the the Lord has led us there. The shepherd has led us there. And sheep, sheep like us, uh, we need clean water, healthy water. Um, so this here is a big picture, or another picture of, you know, this still water. He leads me to this water. Um, because if you drink from polluted water, you know, you can get parasites and you can get other diseases and germs. And then it affects the whole, the whole flock. And that's the same the same thing for our souls you know if we if we're drinking pollution uh then we're going to be sick and our souls work the same way you know um if we're watching nasty stuff on tv or if we're looking at nasty stuff on 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 the computer or whatever else it just it makes your soul rot and uh and this is a proven factor over time um, it was a way of torture. They would they would hold the guy's eyes open and and uh, make them watch these programs and you know try to brainwash people and you know this is a whole a whole thing about that. But when we so when we drink this this clear water, this pure clear water is a representation of the Holy Spirit. Um, all throughout Scripture, the Holy Spirit. One of the things is 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 the water of life or the rivers of life, and uh, Jesus Jesus uh, even says this. You know, in Matthew five verse six, it says, "Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled." And uh, the word "filled" here is satisfied. They'll they'll be satisfied. Um, they'll thirst no more. Um, Blessed means 
um, happy. So happy are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be satisfied. It's a, just a beautiful picture of uh, the shepherd giving us this this drink. And we're going to see that in this verse here, uh, John 37, or I'm sorry, John 7, verse 37 through 38. And it says this, it says, if anyone thirst, now this is Jesus speaking, if anyone thirst, let him come to me and drink. He who believes in me, as the scripture has said, out of his mouth or out of his heart will flow rivers of living water. This is talking about the Holy Spirit in our lives, the living water. We get our living water from Jesus and he he makes our cup runneth over. And it, so we're flowing over with the with this Holy Spirit and it flows into others. Um, and this is kind of what this is speaking about here is you're just flowing with living water. So to drink uh, in spiritual terminology means to take in uh, or to accept or to believe. So you really want to drink. Um, and this is what Jesus is saying here. So when you're looking at it in a, in a terminology like that, we're, we're taking it in. We're accepting this drink. And we're believing in this and on this. And uh, this is the still water that David was talking about. And we just need to follow uh, the shepherd that leads us to it. And and that's a beautiful picture of this. And David knew this. And, and, and the flip side of this is, like I said, the raging waterfalls. And how are you going to, how are you going to rest uh, next to something like that? It's loud. It's, it's. It's uh, it gets you all wet. Um, you can't you can't even concentrate or think straight because of the noise and everything else. So, what does this mean for us? You know, as we as we as we step forward now, what does this mean? What do we what do we get? You know, I, I always ask a question: Where are we getting our water from? Are we getting our water from the Holy Spirit? Are we getting it from Jesus? Are we getting it from the Good Shepherd? This is the things that we need to know. And we need to take that perspective uh, when we look at these the scriptures. Are our lives broken? Do we have broken or shattered hopes? Because this this living water is what gives us the hope. Uh, if we if we look at Jeremiah uh, two thirteen, it says, "My people have forsaken me, the spirit of living water, and have dug their own cisterns." broken cisterns that cannot hold water if we can't hold water and our cisterns are broken uh maybe we've dug our own holes so if we've dug our own holes it's hard to get out of a hole but if you have a shepherd he'll reach down into that hole and he'll pull you out of that hole and give you living water so if you're thirsty this is who we have to go and turn to jesus is our living water and uh, this is just a beautiful picture. And it's amazing that you can get all this out of one little verse. <laughs> um, or half a verse, I would say. But this is this is what David knew and he understood. And this is, what he's, this is his statement and what he's saying here. We need to turn to him who has that living water. And, uh, and that stillness and that, that still water. It's just, it's been, it's been great um, 
taking this journey with you guys, um, you know, we're going to get into number three, verse three next week, where he's talking about he restores my soul. He leads me in the path of righteousness for his namesake. We're going to get into that scripture next week. Uh, I just want to thank you guys so much for tuning in. Uh, I hope I didn't go too fast for you, but I do get excited once in a while. Um, really just seeing, uh, you know, how good God is and how good our shepherd is. And uh, sometimes uh, I might I might speak a little fast on you as I get a little too much excited and and uh, I just want I just want you guys to get excited too. Uh, so uh, bear with me and uh, we just thank you for tuning in. If you got any questions or comments, you can contact me uh, via email at darrenduso at yahoo.com. That's D-A-R-R-E-N-D-U-S-O at yahoo.com. And I just want to thank you guys for joining me. For more episodes, go to intheword.captivate.fm. In the Word was produced and edited by the Burns Media Group, LLC. For more info, go to thebmgnetwork.com. Thank you all for joining me. God bless you guys. I love you guys. And uh, send me your send me your questions, comments. Please hit the share button. Share, like the program. It helps out uh, more and more people. The more you share it, the more you uh, give the 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 ratings and the hearts. And um, please rate the program. Rate rate how it is. And uh, if you got any questions, good. Good, good questions, bad questions, uh, good comments, bad comments. Hey, I accept them all, and I love you anyways, and I really appreciate the feedback. Um, it's nice to know that we got some listeners um, because these these programs do take a lot to uh, try to produce and, and try to uh, give you the fullness of all these scriptures. So um, your comments are are very well liked so thank you very much and uh, god bless you all peace be with you and have a great week see you next time thank you for listening to in the word with darren do so be sure to tune in each week for another inspiring and informative episode in the word was produced and edited in the bmg studio for more info go to the bmgnetwork.com